Welcome to a very special edition of Couch Grouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. We have with us today uh, an old friend of mine. An old friend of mine, a friend from, from college, a friend of, of, of many, many years. Jesus, um, let me think about that. How long have... Oh, Jesus, when did you start school? Uh, I came to Central in 2000. Two, oh, my fucking God. So my friend of almost 20 years, Rob. How you doing, Rob? <laughs> Not too bad. How about you? Pretty good. <clears throat> Um, I won't lie to you. I, I have to still um, um, fight the urge to go, hi, this is my friend, little Robbie Baker. That's um, okay. <laughs> and, and nobody ever fights that urge who knows me. Yeah. Um, and I have stopped fighting them on it. So, you know, I've been like, you know, guys, I'm almost 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, can can we go with Rob? And uh, they just look at me and go, <laughs> "You're funny." No. Yeah. So. So uh, you know, I just go with it. Robbie Baker. That's fine. You can call Fair me enough. Robbie Baker. So uh, as I said, uh, Rob and I were, were, were we went to school together. Were you a theater major? I was. You were um, a theater major. Yeah. Uh, initially, I I came in to do secondary ed math, uh, and then I was like, "Why the hell do I want to do that?" Theater is so much more fun. Yeah. So I decided to do theater, and then uh, here I am, um, you know, poor. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I too, you know, I, I, I ended up with my degree in theater, and, um, you know, I, I don't want that time back in my life, but um, really, I, 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 kids, kids. If you're gonna go for a performance degree, make sure the school actually has some kind of structure for actually helping you get a job in the right. business. Um, and I've explained this to people before too. Where Rob, you know, Rob and I went to Central, and we won't even talk about the uh, mm. issues with the Central Theater Department right now because <laughs> let's not. If there is a department next year, I'll be shocked. Um, Sorry that no one teaches there anymore. Um, but our what I tell people is, you know, we weren't a performance school. We mm. were an arts. We were an art department. Right. And, that you know, it is an art form. Mm. But there was no practical application in that in that program. There's no practical application for the work you did. I was almost a theater major. Where? At UNH. At UNH? Yeah. What yeah. stopped you? Um, they have a really good theater, theater so, program. So my mom was trying to convince me uh, to be a theater major. Oh, wow. And Wh- What? And I said, no, mom, I want to make money. So I got a degree in social work where <laughs> yeah, no that, money is. That seemed, to make, <laughs> that seemed like a good choice at the time, yeah. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> There's lots of jobs. There's just not lots of money. No, That's no, it's, it's not a high dollar. Right. No, I, I fell into my line of business now. Actually, so I work in nonprofit. I just got a new job. Um, at what I describe as uh, if Tony Stark ran a uh, genetics lab. Mm. Like, I work in this Ooh. big, like, glass building shaped like a helix. It's terrifying. But, um, oh, man, getting into nonprofit, I kind of sideways bullshat my way <laughs> into my last job. Well, I mean, I'd ri- I would I was a grant writer for my last job. And I had written grants before. I had written mm. grants when I worked at my job before that, which was running... Uh, the Arts Academy up in Willimantic. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when I uh, I was, you know, board president at Holmenwall Theater, I wrote grants. Mm-hmm. I had written grants for, for a bunch of other theaters and things like that. So I just built my resume around, right. yes, I have grants experience. 
and they bought it. Yeah. <laughs> so I spent a year and a half being a professional grant writer. Mm. So now I can go, yes, I'm a grant writer. Right. So it, it, you know, I had to really kind of sideways take my theatrical mm. education and do something with it. So what are you doing now, Rob? Uh, well, actually, I work for a New England bank. Okay. Um, and I do operations for okay. them. So it's a great gig. I make my own schedule. I have my weekends off. Wow. Um, and uh, I do what I do best. Uh, I am very good with the black and white and fine-tooth combing things, uh, looking for the inconsistencies and the shenanigans. Okay. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I uh, thought for a minute... <laughs> You're going to be like, I work with the black and whites. I'm like, oh, the blacks and the whites? Really, yes, Rob? Yes. I said, this is not the conversation I thought we were going to have. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. But then when you continue, I'm like, yes, I, it's Rob's personality. And I don't know why I'm trying to plug that in right now. So what are we doing here tonight? Oh, actually, fuck that. Joe, how are you? What's new in the world? Uh, well, I just moved into my new apartment over the weekend. I got all my shit out of my sister's place. Yep. By Sunday, which I was told I had until the 8th, and then I was informed on the 2nd at like 9 p.m. that I had to have it out by the 3rd. So Can on I the ask third, you a question? Was, Can I ask you a question? Sure. What would have happened if you didn't? Uh, my sister was going to start charging me. Wow. Rent by the day. And I would have been like, bitch, collect. <laughs> like at that point, I would have been like, bitch, collect. That's one of those moments. That, but that was the thing that got the push in me to just be like, I want to be done with this shit yeah, right yeah. now. No, absolutely. It I lit, had it lit like a fire eight under your people ass. come over and I was just like, grab anything that isn't nailed down. We're bringing it with us. I don't give a shit who owns it at this point. Wow. <laughs> so now you're living in your apartment with, yeah. your, with your incredibly cute girlfriend. Me and my girlfriend, we're living yeah. out of boxes still. But she's yeah, got, you're, you're going to do that for a while. She's got tomorrow off. So she's going to be sleeping for most of the day, seeing as her schedule right. is 3 o'clock in the morning until noon most days. She works at a gym. Um, and then she's going to be clearing out boxes so that hopefully we can be closer to a livable, not out-of-boxes situation. When we moved last time mm-hmm. into this house, um, into Bohemia Studios, right. uh, we um, had a lot of stuff in t- big trash mm-hmm. bags. You know, yeah. Labeled, everything right, was yeah. labeled, but we had like you know a lot of like clothes, mm-hmm. of linens. There was a lot of stuff in trash bags, and they all went into what is now Peter's room. Yeah, and um, eventually that was, you know, and then I had my office was over mm-hmm. here. So the problem was we didn't empty that room mm-hmm. for over a year. Right, <laughs> and it was just the bag room because oh no one. It was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Nobody lived in that room. There was no. Per- the only reason we finally cleaned out that room is Jamie started working from home, mm-hmm. so she needed that front office, right. so I made that yeah. my office. Well, see, all of our so, shit is yeah. in what will be our living room, Yeah. so we have to get it out. Now, we have an extra room that all that shit could go into, and we could just put it there and put that you'd, it doesn't yeah, exist. Exactly. But we want to get it all unpacked, so that's the plan, and then once we clear that out, then we can start moving in furniture. You know what I feel like? <laughs> like you say you like had eight people just grabbing stuff, yeah. right, and just running. I really feel like this should have been playing while you guys were doing it. <laughs> just running all over the place. At some point, one of your friends runs around in lingerie. One of the guys yeah. for like no reason. You know, just well, it was me. 
It was me and uh, my friend Adrian's girlfriend. Yeah. And she works at Pier 1, so she's like, I move furniture for a living, basically. So it was just me and her running up and down stairs, grabbing the big shit. And then by the time we were done with the big shit, everybody else showed up, and I was just like... All right, it's all in boxes or close to boxes. Put the stuff that's close to boxes into boxes, and we're getting the fuck out of here. Fair enough. Uh, well, me, I have a baby. Right. That's that's my life. Nice. <laughs> um, he's upstairs right now. Mm-hmm. Mom's putting him to sleep. Well, mom's helping him go to sleep. She's not putting him to sleep. Like there's yeah. not. She's not like holding a pillow over <laughs> his head and going shh shh shh. Go so. To sleep. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was just imagining. We're talking about how you're trying to snuff the baby. I was imagining the age of Ultron. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> uh, speaking of, oh, good segue. Speaking mm. of Marvel movies, what are we doing here tonight? We're going to go see Captain Marvel in a minute. Boosh. Um, I know, I'm excited. Yeah. Rob, you excited? I am super excited. I've been waiting for this movie forever. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's going to be good. I, I you know, just the whole thing, it just looks cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like the character. I have a I have a very specific fear about Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um they're depicting Captain Marvel as so incredibly powerful. How is she not just gonna be a Deus Ex Machina for everything? Mm. Yeah. So I, I look forward to seeing mm. how th- right. they don't. Like I you know, um because in th- you know, mm. in theory, just, yeah. just saying, yeah. in theory, it's a possibility. So how do you ha- like honestly? It, it's like always been the problem with Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the real problem. Think about the, the true problem is Superman. Is that Superman's a fucking god? Yeah. There are two things in the world that can kill Superman, unless you're just cosmic and can beat the mm-hmm. shit out of Superman. Like Superman has two weaknesses: kryptonite and magic. Yeah. And they had to make up magic. Mm-hmm. They had to go, oh, no, no, magic will work on him, too, because... Because magic. Because magic. <laughs> um, but, you know, or just a cosmic killing being beating him to death, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah. But for the most part, like, you know, you have to throw these, like, godly things at Superman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you... How do you how, Marvel, you know... Well, they do it, and I think it'll be interesting to see how they do it. What I'm also interested in is because she is this, like, big, you know, she has these big powers that are these, like, godlike mm-hmm. powers, which makes it more interesting that her villain are the Skrulls. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she just has this one big thing that she has to punch really hard. It's like, I feel like it's almost going to be an investigation style where, like, once she finds them, she can beat the shit out of them right. for sure, but she has to figure out... Who is a scroll and who yeah. is not a scroll? Jinkies. Yeah. Jinkies. Who who was it? Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, I mean, that's but you know, mm. that's my only. And I have a confession to make. Yeah. Um I've I've only ever seen one movie with Brie Larson. Yeah. So whenever I think of Brie Larson, mm. I think of Envy Adams from fucking Scott Pilgrim yeah. versus the world. That's it. That's all I can do. I'm mm. sorry. That movie is incredible. And it should also be on my uh, movie a day meme thing, James. That's another one I should put on there. Uh, so I got I to gotta move a couple around. I'm already on day mm. five. Um, Chicken isn't vegan? Huh? <laughs> Chicken is vegan? <laughs> wait, wait. Gelato's not vegan? It's milk and eggs, <laughs> milk bitch. And eggs, bitch. <laughs> it's milk and eggs, bitch. 
God, I'm gonna watch that fucking movie again. That's funny. I just watched movie. that last week. I, I don't think I've movie. seen that movie since it was in theaters. Yeah, the movie's solid. It's been a long time. Jamie, you and I saw that in the theater, didn't we? I saw that in the we theater. We saw Scott Pilgrim. I did. I saw that in the theater at late night, and when I walked out, the entire parking lot was basically empty, except for in the very back of the lot. The Wienermobile was there. <laughs> so me and my friends took a bunch of pictures in front of the Wienermobile. Oh, the actual like, Wienermobile. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were getting an innuendo there. No. Like, oh, <laughs> so just like, <laughs> Where was that movie theater? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, oh boy. Yeah, I saw. I watched Room. I talked to you about how I watched Room. She did a really nice job in Room. I, I mean, see, I was always like, she she was in the room. <laughs> You'll tear me apart, Lisa. Oh, oh, we have to do that movie soon. Oh yeah, the best the friends. best best friends. So we have a an early episode, Rob, on the room. Because you've never listened to the show before, have you? Actually, I've never listened to a podcast in my life. Why ever. is that, Rob? You know, um, Matt, actually, our old friend Matt yep. from school, he tried to get me to listen to The Nerdist. So I that's a dry, figured out. That's a dry podcast. Yeah, that's you a, know, and, and I was like, well. So I, de- I set it up on my iPhone. Actually, he had to set it up on the iPhone because I had no <laughs> clue what the hell I was doing. So uh, he set it up. I had it downloaded like 20 of these things, and then my phone ran out of space. Ah, and yes. I'm like, oh, forget this nonsense. I deleted yeah. them all, and I just never listened. So um, that's it. I've never listened to a podcast. Whereas I listen to, I think, seven or eight a week. I'm probably around there. Yeah. Of course, like five of my podcasts, mm-hmm. pardon me, are professional wrestling podcasts. Yeah. Hmm. That's how I roll. I also. I also host a professional wrestling <laughs> podcast, so marking the territory. Uh, check us out, uh, facebook.com slash marking the territory, mm. marking the territory at g- gmail.com, marking the territory on YouTube. I think that's about it. Yeah. It's, oh, and uh, M the territory on Twitter. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we'll get the couch crotch mm. stuff at the end yeah. of the show. Um, so, Rob, what do you, I mean, so, okay. Yeah, so as I was saying, um, yeah, podcasts. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so you're looking for. Obviously, you said you were looking forward to Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. So, I, is, yeah. What what is yeah, what gets on your boo boo with Captain Marvel? <clears throat> so um, when I started reading comics, I was super jazzed to see that there was. Um, so in the beginning, I kind of referred to as the female Superman when I first saw her. I'm like, oh, she's mm-hmm. like the female Superman. Fair she enough. kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, and just the, just the way that she was drawn, just the way that uh, her lines were written, everything, it was, um, you know, she was a female character that was a force to be reckoned with. And she wasn't just a side character, you know, mm. she was, at oh, least no. for to oh, me, no. you no, know, she, she was not. She held her own. And so I'm excited to see that finally there's a female lead superhero. Um, because you know the world kind of needs a little bit more uh, female superhero, and I'm a gay man, so I mean, coming from me, mm-hmm. you know what line? Speaking of her, like being like the best, you know what line I'm, I'm waiting for her to say? You know that I'm the cream of the crop. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, <laughs> I got to get him in. Uh, so, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Who, who are we kidding? Hold on. Nerd! There, we're done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! No, yeah, I, I, <laughs> we were putting a soundboard together at one point. We sort of have the the beginnings of one. No, we do. I mean, I've got you know, I've got some. We have a lot of theme songs, stuff yeah. that 
the more people listen to, the, the less we're mm. able to use that right, music because yeah. it's all licensed music. Um, we can still keep our little clips because they're less than seven seconds long. Yeah, it's a myth. <laughs> that is a myth. Is it? Yeah. So, at least they tell you it's a myth. Mm. Maybe, I mean, it might not. It, it, seven seconds. It might be uh, quick enough to get it under YouTube's right. um, algorithm. Yeah. But oh, yeah. we don't post episodes on YouTube That's anyway, true. so. We always could, but I, yeah. I don't want to. Um, so, I actually do. I, ha- I actually had one other thing too to yeah, say about I'm sorry, um, yeah, go for about it. the movie, yeah. and that is that I am curious to see if Marvel will take a a um, a positive approach to this, or is it going to flop? Like you know, uh, unfortunately, um, this wasn't Marvel's fault, but the Fantastic Four, my favorite uh, comic book. Okay. So um, you don't listen to this podcast. I, I do not, no. My favorite comic char- comic book character on Earth is Doctor Doom. He is my favorite comic book character. <laughs> I envy you. So you and, understand and, my and pain. I appreciate you now. But do you understand my pain? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. Um, so I love the Fantastic Four. Joe and I went to go see the last Fantastic Four yeah, in the movie the, theater. Uh, Miles Teller. And yeah. so I would say that the movie was good until they became the Fantastic Four. Right. As soon as they got their powers, mm-hmm. that's where it. And then we left angry. So well, we I went like, to go. Like we went angry. to the bar directly after seeing oh, that God. movie. <laughs> and we saw that movie at like noon. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gave yourself time too. I mean, oh, you know. And we sat at the bar and we drank whiskey and talked about how terrible that fucking movie was. And I really wish we had the recorder with us because. <laughs> Uh, we were just loose tongued enough saying some shit. We're the only two fucking yeah. people in the bar, too. It was really very funny. Because um, everybody else was crying because they just saw the Fantastic oh God, Four. That <laughs> fucking movie. You know what? I, I feel like. So here's why that type of thing doesn't worry me. Because, you know, you look at all of the um, non Marvel Cinematic Universe Marvel films. Um, and the first thing you, if you're a comic fan, especially if you're a comic fan, even if the movies are okay or good, still something in the back of your head goes, oh, it'd be better if it was more like the comic book. And there are certain things that you make changes to or try to update. And like, I understand why they put the X-Men in, in black leather uniforms, it was t- it was the year two thousand. Mm. People, that's what you did. Think yeah. of black of the uniforms, but now you could put people in like bright colored fucking comic book yeah. un- uh, costumes, and people are like, "Oh yeah, that's fucking cool." Mm-hmm. Um, like I want to see Wolverine in fucking in yellow, in the yellow, yellow goddamn spandex. Yeah. I don't know. Like, see, I'm a fan of of the yellow and blue, the original. Okay. With like like the yellow with the black stripes and the epaulets yep. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's always made the yellow and brown, which mind you. It, the the first appearance of the yellow and brown is from the Frank Miller fucking Wolverine miniseries when he goes to Japan it's so goddamn good that's the first time you see the yellow and brown um, sorry I know shit like that I just no! yeah. um, so <laughs> but you know I feel like um, what I've always said is what's made these the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies work are um they're made by comic book fans. Like Kevin Feige is a comic book nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, John Favreau is a oh, comic yeah. book nerd. So like these guys built 
yeah. built the groundwork. And when a new writer comes in or a new director comes in mm-hmm. for these films, the first thing they do, they go, okay, here's Marvel Unlimited. There's your homework. Right. You need to read every, you're going to make, hey, Kenneth Branagh, you're going to make Thor. Fantastic. Marvel Unlimited's not out yet. Here is every Thor comic ever written. Bone up. Mm-hmm. And, and he that's did. what it should be, honestly. Yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> exactly. But like, like, then you look at something like Tim Burton's Batman. And Tim Burton has said, well, it's very clear that I've never read a comic book before. Like, very disdainfully. Mm. To which Kevin Smith said, yeah, we all saw Batman. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know. Um, but, you know, so you've got, you know, f- for years, um, comic book writers and people from that genre were so derided by the film industry. Same thing happened to TV. Mm. For years, oh, yeah. you know, TV writers were garbage. Now all the good writing is on TV and all the mediocre writing is on film. But, you know, that's how, <laughs> that's how things are now. So I think the reason that you're not going to see something like Fantastic Four, or I'm sorry, uh, Fan Force. Uh, fan yeah, Fantastic Four, Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic Four. Yeah, <laughs> um, however the hell they was it because it was fantastic, but the A was a four. Fuck you, um, and that was the actual name of it too. It's like, fuck you. Anyway, um, that movie was made by people that clearly really only had a very tangential grip on the source material, even. You know, you know, and then you, you know you, the original Fantastic, not the Corman Fantastic Four, which is so unwatchable. Yeah. It's great. The, uh, the, the Michael the, Chiklis, the Jessica Michael Chiklis, Alba. Jessica yep. Alba one. Yeah. All right, so that film, that movie makes me extremely angry because of Doctor Doom. Yes, <laughs> this is where Gonzo would say, "Remember that time Doctor Doom had metal skin and electric powers?" And <laughs> and I get angry because yeah. um, everybody else in that movie was fine. It was it was decent. I mean. You know, Chris Evans is still the best part of that movie, mm-hmm. too. So, but um, those see for too long, people were trying to take a comic book movie. Okay, we have this property; it's a comic book property. What we need to do is we need to take it and uncomic book it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was their problem. And that was that's the, problem. the right, yeah. and that's the problem, and that's always been the problem mm-hmm. with these films. Um, you know, we need to uncomic book it. Um, you can occasionally get away with that with a property that is so, with a movie that's so kind of based on a comic book, but is so far away from a comic book that it works. I think of like the Blade movies, mm-hmm. at least oh, the yeah. first two. Yeah, yeah, sure. Blade two is a goddamn masterpiece, by the way. <laughs> Fucking, that's like that's a that's a Guillermo del Toro goddamn masterpiece. Yeah. It's bloody and nasty and gnarly, and I love that fucking movie. The first one's a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one, I've never seen it. It's trash. I heard. I've never seen it either. <laughs> um, and I like Van Wilder. I'm a Van uh, Wilder oh, fan. Yeah. I refuse to call him Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he will always be Van Wilder. Um, but um, yeah, so for years they tried to uncomic book these comic book movies and not embrace the fact that they're com- you know, mm. comic books. Um, and yet, you know, in my opinion, the greatest comic book movie ever made to this day. Yes, I'm 42 years old. It's showing. But the greatest comic book of all time is the 1978 Richard Donner Superman movie with Brando mm. and, and Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, you fucking <laughs> um, Inside joke. Um, and Christopher Reeve, that first. It was a good movie. Um, yeah. but it's that, a fantastic movie. But yeah. that movie is 
the thing about great thing about that movie is scale. Right. Like that movie has like Gone with the Wind, Lawrence of mm-hmm. Arabia type huge scale. Like one of the one of the the shots and this is the film nerd in me that still kills me to this day mm-hmm. is Clark is gonna leave Kansas, right? And he ends up walking north to go to the North Pole and get the Fortress of Solitude. Mm. And it's him and his mother standing on top of a hill over a field of grain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, they hug, they're holding each other, and the huge John Williams music swells, and they do this big crane to helicopter shot over mm-hmm. just fucking amber waves of grain. Yeah. Just, you know. So but but still that had a very comic book oh, yeah. like a comic book mythical feel to mm-hmm. it, you know. The other greatest comic book movie of all time is, of course, the the '67 Batman movie. No, it's, it's really not. <laughs> Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. So I don't know. Um, Sin City, that's my favorite comic book movie. It's just a good movie. It's very man. Comic it was book. like right it's, from the page. Yeah. But see, that almost, in my opinion, is too slavish. Hmm. Like, for example, to get away from comic book movies, my least favorite Harry Potter movie is the first one. Really, the first Harry Potter movie it's so... works so hard yeah. to go page by page by page by page uh, okay. by page. Whereas in my my favorite Harry Potter movie is the third one. It's also okay. my favorite Harry Potter book is Azkaban, because I mean, just seeing the kids in normal clothes mm-hmm. just automatically was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But the fact that they that that a director, because it was a new director, right. Um, Alfonso Cuarón. I'm just trying to think mm. which member of the Mexican mafia was he. Yeah. It was yeah. Um, he took the characters. Go okay. So you know what? We're gonna yes. There were the first two Chris Columbus movies that are effectively, you know, like just these Rip slavish, from, yeah. slavish, you know, translations of the first two books. I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna add a kind of a a, a, a realistic aesthetic to it while not taking away the wonder mm. of a Harry Potter book. I don't know. I thought it worked really well. So, I mean, you can take a property and and put your whip your spin on it, Mm. but still have it be a comic book movie. Still not take away what's comic booky about it. Um, If you've ever read the comic, Tony Stark is not funny. No, he's not. He is not funny. He is not sarcastic. He's either melancholy or constantly working on his shit and Mm. drunk and drunk. Well, yeah, a lot. If he if it now he is all of those things, he's funny. He's sarcastic in the comic. He's right, all yes. of those things he, yeah. because Robert Downey Jr. recreated that character. Right, yeah. Favreau said, I, "You know, I like this. The script. It's a good script. I like where it's going. I like what it's doing. I like you know how it does these things. Let's find the right actor. I mean, yeah. He put his own spin on it. He gave it to an actor and said, "Let's create. Let's make something. Let's do something with it." And the movie is extremely comic booky, but yeah. is also you know, it, it it's not ridiculous. Well, that's one of the nice things about the Marvel movies is they've sort of they've taken comic book and made that a subgenre of every movie that mm-hmm. they make now. It's not just a comic book movie where people were like, "We're taking this comic book and we're making it into a movie," which is the things like all the like Fox movies and stuff, and and some of the Sony ones. At the beginning, like sure. the the Sam Raimi Spider Mans were very much like, this is a comic book movie. Yeah, it's they go, we want to make this movie that is based on these characters in the comic book, but we want to make it its own story. Yeah, 
which is how we get these really great like the first Captain America movie is a World War Two movie set in a comic book. That's my favorite it's really Marvel good. movie. That's still it's my awesome. favorite Marvel That's movie. movie yeah. I love that like, fucking movie. And that I mean, I I feel like Sony is getting better at it. Well, you can't count Spider Man. No, because, because I don't. I'm not just because, counting that one. I mean, Sony paid for it, but like Disney wrote it. When <laughs> you know, when Sony made Venom, Venom's yeah, not finally, a good movie. Yeah, but you finally saw it. But yeah. Venom is a buddy cop movie, except one of the cops is a weird alien that lives inside Tom Hardy. <laughs> so they finally, somebody finally said what everyone's always been thinking in that movie: Where does the symbiote go when it's when it's not there? Right. Up the butt. <laughs> like, it goes into the largest cavity that's uh-huh. not your mouth. Oh, but, my. Like. Sounds terrible. Although, I think, I, I think like, in the comic with, with the original Venom that he just, mm. like, lived on Peter's back. Yeah. And he wore a shirt. But, like, when, when or they make. Or he lived make, on Peter's butt. I don't know. When they make Venom 2, I might end up going to see that movie in the theater. Yeah. I might. Because, like, I'm very glad I didn't see that first Venom in theaters because yeah. that movie is not good. A lot of that movie is not good. But I feel like Sony's going to read what worked in that first Venom movie, and they're going to be like, okay, let's make more of that. Let's put more in the relationship between Venom and Eddie. I think one other thing that um, the MCU does, and to a different extent, DC, although they haven't been as successful in their execution for lots of different reasons. Although, from what I understand, Aquaman's really funny. I haven't seen it. I saw Wonder Woman. I loved it. It was mm. really good. Um, you know, so forth, so on and whatnot. Um, fucking James Gunn is making a Suicide Squad movie. I didn't like the first Suicide Side Squad I'll, movie. I'll be- go see a James because, Gunn Suicide and I, 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 I have huge issues with that movie that are strictly plot and not character related. We, I've, we've talked about them too many times in the podcast. I'll tell you what they are offline. Um, but the Marvel movies, especially trust the audience in that they trust that the audience will go, okay, how does this work? Why does this work? Answer comic book. Right. You know, you know, whereas for too long, you had these people that wrote that didn't understand comic books, didn't understand how, like, for example, and, and you know, I, I've gotten in arguments with people about this. The Chris Nolan Batman movies. I like those movies. Mm. Those are good movies. Those are not Batman movies. Those yeah. movies are not about Batman. Those movies have nothing to do with Batman. The characters in those movies are nothing tangentially like anything in a Batman movie. Um, That dude's not Batman. That dude's a jacked-up assassin in fucking tactical armor. Yeah. (laughs) All right? Yes, I I mean, fucking Heath Ledger's Joker was incredible. But you you know what? Fucking Batman does one cool detective thing in that that entire, in, in three movies. One. The thing where he take he you know recreates the bullet, yeah. you know that that was that was pretty fucking yeah. cool. But Lucius Fox did that mostly was right, like, it yeah. was all his stuff. Because um, Batman's detective work is, where is it? Yeah, I mean so <laughs> so when when Matt Reeves says that this next Batman movie we're gonna see a lot more detective shit and stuff that makes like that, me so excited. I'd like to think that they're writing the ship because yeah we we're we're, we're going we're we're finishing up in five. 
Um, Rob's looking at at his at his watch, going, "Dude, movies in fucking twenty five minutes. We're literally five minutes." <laughs> well, yeah, I keep forgetting how close yeah, we are yeah. to the theater. Um, I, I don't know. I just we'll see what happens with those fucking movies. But Captain Marvel, um, last minute, uh, last minute predictions, Rob. Uh, I am predicting, this is wishful thinking, that uh, with scrolls in the mix, that we are maybe, maybe going to see some of your favorite character. Listen. Maybe a Doom, maybe a Richards, maybe a mention of some of those people. I just want to say, if Avengers Endgame hmm. doesn't suggest that Doctor Doom's the fucking <laughs> next huge villain, they've made a horrible mistake. Done. <laughs> I'm excited to see this movie. Last minute prediction. I think that good guys win, bad guys lose. Everybody's happy. And then. Rick. I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, it's that's that's fine. Uh, I'm going to say Nick Fury doesn't lose his eye in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, they have kind of described it as a buddy cop film yeah. between. Um, I think there's going to be a lot Captain of fake Marvel outs, but he doesn't lose yeah. his eye in this movie. Because they already described how he lost his eye in uh, the MCU. I'm also. Um, I think it's ridiculous that people are like hyping up this fucking cat in this oh, movie. Yeah, Goose. They think this cat is so fucking awesome. I think the cat's going to be. A cat. A cat. And that's all we're going to see. I also don't like cats, so. All right. I think the, the cat's cat going to be a precursor. Maybe the cat's a scroll. I'll take it. <laughs> I think the cat's a prequel to Halle Berry's Catwoman. Oh. Uh, that's my prediction. Meow. Knock Cross knock. universes. Knock knock. <laughs> Who's there? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. So we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to take off. Uh, next time we come back, it'll be probably 3 hours later and we're going to give you our reaction and then uh, go to sleep. Go to sleep. So uh, tell you what if you're going to go see Captain Marvel and you're listening to this first, this is a perfect time to put it down and see the movie then come back and react with us. All right. So uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple hours. All right, we're back. We're back. Indeed, doodly. That was a good show. That was a good movie. I like that movie. I enjoyed that movie. Rob. I, I also enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Um, again, it's our quest to be as spoiler-free as possible. Right. So we won't get terribly into it. I will say, yes, the cat is cool. <laughs> All right. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll get over it. I don't like cats, mm. but... Um, it's a good cat. It's a good cat. It's a cool cat. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, I, 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 I really enjoyed the tone mm-hmm. of the film. I did. Is it me or did the film? Did it seem not to like? Were the stakes a little kind of confusing until like the last yeah. three quarters? I mean, yeah. You got like three quarters. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what this is all about. Right. I don't think it's a bad thing. I no. Mean, just a lot of reviews. There was there was a lot of really good unexpected things yeah. coming in as yeah. like a comic book fan. Yeah. Definitely a lot of surprises. Yeah. That was good. The Stan Lee uh, cameo yeah. was particularly funny for me mm-hmm. as uh, it, it hit on a couple of buttons for me. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, 
I, I, I thought that it, um, you know, a lot of people talked about, you know, the girl power message and stuff like that. It was very much there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it wasn't, you know, you know, I, I don't know. People that would be annoyed about it are going to be annoyed mm. about it no matter what. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this movie is going to draw a lot of comparison to Wonder Woman. And I don't think it's fair. Because I think they're two very different movies in the way that they, even in the way that they go about giving that message of girl power. I, I would say that, but no, I would say that Captain Marvel's message of girl power is far more overt it's than Wonder Woman's. It's very much out of front. Yeah, it's, mm. it's you know... Dust yourself off and get back up. Right. Don't let anybody tell you what you can or can't do. Mm. I mean, that's, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say I like this movie a lot. I enjoyed my time. Mm -hmm. It's not one of those Marvel movies that I watched and then I was like, as soon as it ended, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go see that movie again. Like, if I have a group of friends that are like, oh, we're going to go see Captain Marvel. I might go see it again, but it's not one that I feel like I have to. Like, I saw Endgame twice in theaters. You mean Infinity not, War? Yeah. I saw Infinity War twice in theaters. I'll say, probably see yeah. Endgame more than once in yeah. theaters. Where is your TARDIS? Yeah. Where is your TARDIS? <laughs> right. And can we go now? Um, I, I, I agree um, in that. But I can say that about a, a, a bunch of oh, yeah. movies. No. But I would say that this, this film didn't, you know for lack of a better term, hit me in the feels the same way mm -hmm. as, well, obviously, like, fucking Infinity War, kill right, me. Yeah. Um, but, again, my favorite Captain America, my favorite Marvel movie's Captain America, the first Captain mm -hmm. America, the first Avenger. I think I saw that, like, two or three times. Mm -hmm. I, you know, a couple of those films really did hit me pretty hard. And Yeah, this one, you know, it didn't send me home going, oh, my God, I need to, like, see this right. three or four more times in the theater. Although I definitely would and yeah. look forward to seeing it. I'm going to mm -hmm. have to see it again in the theater because I'd take Jamie to see it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I liked I it. Liked, it's a very good movie. Yeah. It's... I liked the... Um, we can get into this without too many spoilers. I liked the um, relationship between her and Nick Fury. Mm -hmm. Oh, Sam Jackson puts yeah. in such a good performance in this movie. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's so good. It, yeah. Um, I didn't think there was enough Phil Coulson. I would agree with that. I could have like, gone yeah. for more Phil Coulson. Everybody yeah. likes Phil Coulson. Yeah. He's like, you know, he, he's he's a, he's the great background character that people are like, oh, just make more. I <laughs> wonder. Just more Phil. I wonder Fill if. Us in. So supposedly they de-aged Sam Jackson and Phil mm. Coulson and uh, Clark Gregg. Yes. I don't know, though. When you look at Clark Gregg in real life, all they really needed to do is give him a hairpiece. Which is, which is I yeah. think, what they may it have done. It kind of looks like they did that. I don't know like if they de-aged him. There's one scene that it looks like they de-aged him a yeah. little bit. The scene in the stairwell looked yeah. like they de-aged him a little bit more. But for the most part, it looked like they just gave him a hairpiece. So. He's aged very well. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he's, he, he does well. Uh, <laughs> straight up. Um the um you know uh the relationship with you know with Carol and uh I want to call her Monica Rambo but that's that's the girl isn't it isn't the little girl Monica I think Rambo the little girl was Monica because that's Captain Marvel um what is the what is oh my god 
Maria, Jesus Christ, yeah. So the 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 well, you know what though? We also the uh, the relationship between Carol and and Monica, but mm. um, you know Maria and Carol's you know buddy relationship as mm. well as you see that develop or redevelop or what have you. Um, I think also had a very strong message, mm-hmm. you know, or, or put across the strong message. I should I say. I can so. already see the Tumblr posts shipping Maria and Carol, and it's like. That's not what this is about. Can we just have platonic friend like, like Bucky and oh, Steve yeah. can just be friends? Yeah, they, they don't, don't have to be gay lovers. Yeah, like Maria I mean, it would be and Carol cool can were, just but... be friends. Like people can just be friends. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's uh, apparently not. I think making their relationship romantic devalues that relationship and the message of the movie's yeah. trying. Yes. I do. I, I think it completely devalues the relationship and devalues mm-hmm. that message. Um yeah, so I didn't think there was a hint of that though. I didn't neither, neither did but I, I neither did I. But, but I have been on Tumblr yeah. and I know what happens. <laughs> but as we've discussed many times in this show, um Fanboys are the worst people on earth, yeah. and they all need to die, like die, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I, I, I honestly, like, like, die, like die. Which I, I said to Jim at the end of the movie that this movie is going to piss off the Wolverine's claws come out of the top of his hands, oh, comic book fans. I'll tell you that story later. <laughs> like this movie, people definitely... are like so like you know laser focused like on the minutia of comics. I don't. How can you get? How can that guy get angry at this point, considering how much, how off course the Marvel Cinematic Universe has gone already? I just feel like we're gonna hear from that guy. So you want to know the very loud. Voice. You want to know the one thing that really bothers me in the Mar- The one decision they made that really bothers me in the Marvel Cinematic Universe no. having Tony Stark make Peter Parker's costume mm. that's yeah. always bothered me because Peter Parker is a genius, is a genius. so I, I'm a, I have a question then on the same yes. uh, with Spider-Man Peter Parker so did it also not bother you when in the first three Spider-Man the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man, mm-hmm. that he shot webs out of his wrist as if it were, were part of his he biology. He had the web sack. Yeah. I thought it was stupid because if he was going to do it for real, he'd shoot the webs out of his butthole. <laughs> and that would have been way cooler, but it would have given a different rating, I think, for the movie. I feel like that was a <laughs> character on Venture Brothers. There was a Spider-Man-type character that shot um, butt did, webs. Did that annoy me? Um, no... Because, but that's that was a good example of trying to decomic something a little mm-hmm. bit or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the MCU Spider-Man, he did invent his web shooters and does use his web shooters. And he so. he even invented a rudimentary version of his original goggles. Right. That, you know, like everything that Tony does with the suit. Peter had a sort of like base level version of until he gets the nanotech in Infinity War. Right. I am going to say also. Now, when the time comes, they make Doctor Doom. If they make Doctor Doom's armor look like fucking Tony Stark armor, I'm done. Mm. I'm finished. Mark those words. What time is it? I'm finished. What, it is 12.54 a.m. <laughs> on March 8th, 2019. I'm done. Because you want to know who uh, doesn't need to rip off Tony Stark's designs? Someone that is vastly more has a vastly superior intellect to uh, everyone but one person in all the Marvel Universe? I said good day. Mm. Mm. 
That's so, true. That I'm is sorry. true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, just. You know what? I, now that you've said that out loud and and made that whole thought process, you know, uh, available to all of us, I think I'm with you. I will mm-hmm. also be done, done if they do that because done. that is correct. He I is just, the second smartest person. <laughs> I just got this image in my head in the whole of universe. The first Avengers movie where. Steve does the take off the suit of armor. What are you? And Tony says, "Genius billionaire philanthropist." And Doctor Doom just sitting in a chair, going, huh. "Isn't that yeah. cute?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think I think that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I do. I seriously think that Victor Von Doom thinks Tony Stark is absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. I do. I, think I can see that tussling his hair. A and I think Reed Richards hates Tony Stark. It's like, oh man, you have this gift, and you mm. make toys with it or you make things that blow people up and then Reed Richards fuck and you, Stephen Tony Strange yeah. high five each other. yeah it's like <laughs> fuck you Tony Stark you are a waste of genius I could see that yeah again well, I, I just feel like the, the, the genius cock blockery yeah. would be hysterical maybe hopefully someday we will see a Reed, Richard, Reed Richards and Tony Stark interaction I would hope so I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm I have many hopes as well. well, you know, my grandmother had a saying about hope. You can, uh, oh no, wishes rather. You wish in one hand and shit in the other, and see which one fills up first. It's 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 pretty morbid uh, saying, but it's true. With this, I think I don't think we will see it, but I'm still hoping. <laughs> so I think we need to take a, just a quick minute on that segue. I mean, and just take a second, real quick, and go to go to our one piece of of, of yeah. listener mail. And then we'll we'll finish it up. So, all right, let me just go ahead and grab this real quick. It's a good question. It's a good question, and um, it comes from our buddy Doug. Speaking of nineties, yeah. <laughs> So Doug contacts us at uh, couchcrouches at gmail.com, and he says, I was reading an article about Steven Spielberg trying to get the Academy to ban films that aren't shown in theaters from being eligible for Oscars. What a dick. Where do you stand on this? I would think that you're of the mind blowed out your ass, Steve, but now is the real turning point with what we consider film and art. I think it's a slippery slope to be exclusionary, and having an old white guy shouting about how it's not fair seems like an old trope at this point. Um, when was the last good, like really good, Steven Spielberg movie? Does that matter? I mean, you know, I'm just wondering. The guy made Jaws. Um, <laughs> and the guy has made a lot of really good movies. Yeah. He just hasn't done it in a really long time. Um, I. I, I think that um, watch the BFG and that thing was a fucking shit and a half. Did you, was it really? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, no one at this. T- I can't. I mean, I can't speak for Rob. That's okay. But I can tell you that I know me and Joe agree it's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I imagine you feel the same way. So, um, so I'm trying to follow this here. I'm sorry, it's uh, so, very late for my. For example, my old man Steven brain. Steven Spielberg does not think that a film that is produced. Um, and exclusively for Netflix, oh, should be eligible for an academy. Yeah, you could add me to the asshole list. Yeah, he, yeah, that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Um, the fact is, is that um, it, it's it's what it. I mean, honestly, <sighs> well, what's there's that there's some movie coming out 
that's dropping on Netflix and in theaters the same day. Yeah. I think it's I think it's that movie with uh Ben Affleck and Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac and all them. It, but it's like the the quality of film like it's not like we're doing fucking Scooby Doo and the fucking Troll Prince, whatever the fuck that I watched <laughs> right. that was a straight to D V D movie. It's like there's good things that happen on these like straight to Netflix, you know, I've I mean I haven't watched a straight to D V D movie, but I've watched straight up Netflix original films and I've watched, you know, Hulu original stuff and and it's I mean of the same quality of a movie that comes in the theater for the most part. I mean, it's, it just seems like an elitist idea. Right. Like, you know, well, you I'm, can't be part of the party well, uh, that we're part of. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I'm just, you know, like, come to, on. I'm just trying to really... I don't understand the rationale for the stance. I really don't understand the rationale for the stance. Um, once you commit to a television format, you're a TV movie... St- Spielberg said during an interview certainly if it's a good show it deserves an Emmy but not an Oscar I don't believe films that are just given token qualifications in a couple of theaters for less than a week should qualify for Academy Award nominations but that's not what so obviously the old man doesn't understand how shit's getting made anymore and how people are consuming stuff anymore so he's just worried about the classification he's saying a technicality no, but it's literally no, no. Mm. His no, no. He is literally. He's saying like, what what I do Oscars is better are than too what they good do. for these people. Uh, right. These mm. people are working for TV. I'm working for film. Mm. And and you know what? Yeah, it's the worst kind of bullshit gatekeeping. So, fuck you, Stephen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jordan also just had a quick one. Um, I'll just read it to give him a hard time. And also, it's just an excuse to play his theme song real quick. So, there we go. Uh, Jordan said that he read that the reviews from Captain Marvel weren't good, but having read through a few of them, I can't feel like uh, that, that two things are true. The bar's been set too high. And the, what the fuck is that? Oh, okay. The bar's been set too high, and fun can't be a good reason to take uh, to make uh, or see a movie anymore. We might be at the precipice of the long-awaited superhero saturation. 21 MCU movies, with several more on the way, and another 7 or 8 DCU movies, plus Venoms of the World, all in the past decade, and then all those Star Wars films. Is it time to scale back, or should we start to see a return to the old paradigm where casual moviegoers just don't push these things over the billion dollar mark? Um, Jordan, shut up. I love you, Jordan. No, it's it's not time. It's not Jordan. Shut up. I'm, I mean, I... I'm busting your balls. It's movie reviewers are fucking pompous assholes. Yeah, um, you know what? The people that say you know or talk about like you know saturation mm-hmm. are people that don't like right. this genre to begin with, and they're done and they're waiting yeah. for it to be yeah. over because they just don't like it. These are the people because they are... need another the favorite to fill. That right, yeah. right. You, you know, um, oh my god, my that fuck. <laughs> so when I saw the uh, the ad for that movie. Hmm. And I saw it twice. There were two commercials for that film. And I said, oh, that's fucking Oscar bait. That's No one is going to see that fucking movie, and it's going to win Oscars. People who wanted to see Emma Stone's tits saw that movie. 
I, sounds, she flashed her boobs in that movie. Sounds like I'm hitting but Mr. But I already watched that scene, I so say, I don't need to watch the rest of it. Sounds like the internet's a thing, so... Was it, like, tasteful side boob, or was it, like, full it's on? It's not so, like... It's I'm just curious. It's a scene of her laying in bed with another woman. Okay. And originally, the director had it so that she was covered, and she was like, can we just, like, show my tits? Because I feel Ooh. like that makes more sense. And the director was like... Yeah, I guess if you want to do that. So she, it's like a four seconds of her there you boobs go. on. There yeah. you go. That's it. Oh, all right. That's it. Yeah, I mean, so isn't that is that part of the movement? The what's it? Free the nip or something? Sure. That, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, my my whole thing is is that um, you know, people have been sitting there for ten movies waiting for Marvel to have a flop or waiting. For, right. And it's like you can't be, you know. Is it time for these movies to stop? Why? How are these movies preventing you from making a movie? Or how are these movies preventing you from seeing a movie you want to see? Right. Well, they make these movies and, you know, I don't get to see them. Sure, people make movies on Netflix, Stephen, or, or uh, you know, Amazon Prime, or, you know, or they are making these movies. Take mm-hmm. a minute and try to find it. Believe me, your art house film, the reason that, that art house film was not at your AMC was not because they had five theaters playing Avengers. Mm. I'm sorry. Turn on fucking IFC or something. Yeah, I, so just stop. No. So, Jordan, uh, my answer to you is no. Um, I don't think they're... You know what? It took 40 years for there to be a saturation of cowboy movies. And now every time there's a cowboy movie, they're awesome because you don't mm-hmm. see them that often anymore. All right. These are yeah. your cowboy movies. Man. Like that's what this is, is I your kinda, cowboy movie. I kind of want to go back that's and true. rewatch that Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington. Yeah. Like, that was oh, a you know, it's funny. I just movie. watched that uh, like a couple weeks ago. I fucking love that movie. It Never is a good it. one. Oh, it's a good one. I no, should I just, lend it I just, to you. Yeah. Did you no, not, who did I see that movie with? You didn't go see it with me. Did I see that movie with Ellie? You might have. I might have seen that movie with Ellie. Yeah, you might have. Hmm. You've gone to the movie with him a couple times. Yeah. yeah. So, Joe. Yeah. Good episode. Yeah. Rob, what'd you think of your first podcast? Uh, actually, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it a lot, and um, I would love to come back at some point. I think we could probably make that happen. I mean, if you start listening to podcasts, I would say a lot of them are like this one, and not a lot of them are like Nerdist. Okay. So the problem with Nerdist is that, um, like, every fifth episode of the Nerdist is really engaging because they get really interesting people on. But every, you know, I don't know. And I think I'm just done with just with just with Hardwick's format and things like mm-hmm. that. I, you know, I haven't really listened through an entire episode of the Nerdist in ages. And obviously, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, win any points with that guy. Not that anyone that's ever gonna get back to him. But um, yeah, no, you know, this is this is what your basic podcast is, and it's fun. So, Joe, if other people would like to get on the podcast or talk to us or send us questions or contact us or tell us how ugly we are or how much this show sucks, how could they get to us, Joe? Well, they could contact us at couchcrouches at gmail.com. They can find us on Twitter at couchcrouches. They can find us on Instagram at couchcrouches. And they can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. Sounds good to me. And uh, Gonzo's Black Magic Corner. Gonzo, have you summoned the demons yet? Oh, I think they've gotten him. (laughs) Until next time. When's that going to be? Sometime. Sometime. (laughs) Couch Crouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. And I'm Rob. Fuck on, audience.
Gonzo's a lot better at coming up with these things than me. 